I am live with Ronnie Hart. Welcome to Mindful Mud. Hey, thanks for having me. Man, I guess we first met probably 2009, 10. I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think around that time for sure. Um, playing in Gazelles. Yeah. You know, uh, which was a little bit earlier than that, maybe like 2000 and I want to say like six is when I started playing with them or maybe 2005 even um, up until around like 2009. So, um, yeah, I think I knew around then already, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, we started really crossing paths when you were with Neon Indian. Yeah. And um, maybe get that mic just a little bit closer. A little closer. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I th I don't know if we played our first, or y'all's Neon Indians' first Dallas show. I mean, I think that yeah. might have happened. I don't know. There, so, at the beginning of it, I think I played a few shows, or, or maybe the thing was that I, um, I ended up, wanting to go to school just because I had been in a band already for a while and, and it just didn't feel, you know, like too safe, I guess, at the time. So I thought, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to finish, you know, the semester, you know, this stuff um, when they already had tours planned. And I ended up um, just doing that and missing a lot of, a lot of the first shows. So um, I think the first show ever, you know, with like Leanne and um, right. what was that three piece or yeah I think it was only a three piece you know when they when it was without me but they ended up playing at rubber gloves I think that was like their first show and then after that they ended up playing some shows like in in England or something like that but um, yeah Alan like wrote me a, a big long note over Facebook when they were kind of over there saying hey I think we really need you and I mean as you can see, you know, all this cool stuff is happening. And it, it happened, like, way faster than, you know, I was able to, before I was able to, um, I mean, I was into the semester already a few weeks. And, and I mean, honestly, I, I was so stressed out with school and the thought that, oh, man, my friends are overseas already playing shows. And I'm over here trying to bust my ass with this uh, geology test and, I mean, even though I love rocks and maps, uh, I still couldn't like remember every single term and give it the time of day because all I wanted to do was play music, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, so what happened? I mean, it didn't occur. I mean, you were just kind of in the mindset of like, I've been with the Gazelles, nothing really happened. Here's another cool band, but I just kind of want yeah. to better my future yeah it was it was something like that you know also with with uh my mom kind of being there uh, just making me think that hey this is the smarter choice for you you know so and yeah how old were you then i think it was like 23 <clears throat> when whenever they did that so i mean i i had already done some pretty cool stuff like i remember uh when we were just doing Vega before Neon Indian, we had played like I don't know how many South by shows, but we we played a few a day for for a few weeks, you know, or, or sorry for a few days. So, um, and then like on my birthday, I think I turned twenty two or something. I um, we played a show opening up for Grizzly Bear. No, no. So we opened up the the concert in Brooklyn, and right after was Beach House. Um, grizzly bear and then i i think like a string broke on my bass so i played taylor's uh bass you know for that for that show and it was my birthday and it just felt super cool so i mean we were already doing things that right. I, I was already feeling pretty proud of but you know i i think also my uh yeah anytime i was home my mom would say hey look you're i mean really not doing too much else so you need a you need a you know <laughs> And I, I think I was like working at Target or something like that, and I don't know. Or, or no, no, I think I was delivering for Mr. Jim's Pizza or something like that. <laughs> but you know, it was definitely food related. 
You know what? Here's the one. Uh, it, it was Jason's Deli for sure because okay. once, uh, once you know, the neon Indian thing seemed to take a lot of popularity. You know, almost overnight seemed. Um, yeah. That song "Terminally Chill" that uh, that played guitar on. Um, I would just blast that, knowing that okay, once they come back or whatever, I'm gonna I'm gonna start touring with them, and I'm dropping the semester and. Uh, you know, I'm just going to do that. And yeah, that was definitely fun for a while. So what was the transition on getting out then? Well, the when did you leave? Um, I think my last show was early, early 2010 or 11. So, you know, there weren't too many years when I was, um, you know, with it all. But I think overall it was about two to three years. Um, and the last show was like a you know, huge show, uh, I think New Year's Eve, or was it New Year's Eve? Well, it seemed like it was, you know, around there. Um, at the Granada? Uh, no, actually, it was at the uh, Palladium Ballroom. Yeah, now it's Southside Ballroom, but, right? Palladium? Yeah, so it was at the Palladium. Um, we, I think it was just two people. It was, uh, we opened up for Flaming Lips. Um, and it, it was super snowy day. And I think, uh, I don't know, it was like early February or something like that, or March or something like that. But we had like some crazy, you know, everything shut down uh, sort of thing. But yeah, that was my last show. And I think that was early 2010 or 11, one of the two. Yeah, I would say 11, because we yeah. definitely played December. Arcanada? Yeah, December of 2010. Okay. And then we played together at rubber gloves uh for yeah. that denton festival okay um, yeah and 35 or something yeah yeah so that was probably 2000 march you know around march of yeah. 2011 yeah so that was that was the last but um i guess the transition was the year before that i um you know sometime i guess like in september it was in Sheffield, England. I just ended up, you know, telling telling everyone that, uh, you know, that I, after this tour or after all, you know my my set commitments that I just wanted to, um, yeah, I guess basically go back home, you know, and start start something else. So what, I mean, what was that transition about? Like, you know, there I guess there are a lot of things. I mean. You know, it's like early on in the in the band's career, and it, you know, it, it just felt like it was hard to keep up with everything that that nece wasn't necessarily um, involving like like my music. You know, uh, so I just wanted to have more of a more of a chance to go home and 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 have an outlet for yourself, uh, for myself, yeah, yeah. and uh, create something. I guess that that I could call my own. You know, I. I Perhaps around that time, I started feeling some sort of uh, inner pressure with 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 all that, all those thoughts. And um, at the time, I had a girlfriend and uh, living here, and I was mostly in New York, you know, for that time. So, you know, that and just missing family and and things like that. And um, I mean, so much of it was was super fun. Like day to day, there were a lot of fun things. And honestly, performing was was always the best part of it. You know, being on stage and and uh, just hanging out with, you know, my friends. But, yeah, I guess just being a little bit too close to to loved ones sometimes is a little bit Well, what, know, I mean, heavy. do you want to try to accomplish that with your solo stuff? I mean, would you like to get... Yeah, definitely. I mean, that would... I mean, having something be yours and have something that you're passionate about Yeah. with your creative intuitions and stuff like that mm -hmm. so that's kind of what you're trying to do as well right yeah now. for sure for sure yeah so you know after leaving i thought i want to make more music or I, but i didn't have like a like a particular um direction. yeah direction yet you know um so at first i wanted to do sort of moody music i don't know why i was feeling a little moody and still pretty heavily into like uh I don't know, I wanted to do something heavy, a little bit more rock, I guess, but at some point I started realizing that, you know, some of my favorite artists like Michael Jackson and 
uh, you know, pop pop stars from from the early '80s, late '70s, and just disco music and fun, lively music was was just calling my name a lot harder than you know, uh, sort of more like moody, slow tempo stuff. So, yeah, I just started to learn how to produce on Ableton, and you know, after a few years, uh, was able to kind of construct a little EP for it, and yeah, I, th I mean. I, I, th I feel like it's gone as well as it as it can um, with how little music I have you yeah. know, out right now. Um, did it ever cross your mind when you're in the band and trying to make this um, new move of, I mean, holding out to still use, you know, the opportunity with Neon to still yeah. find your voice and still, you know, um, use that as a, um, I don't know, propeller, if you will. Right. Um, you know, I, I guess I could have, but I was just in that particular point. I just thought, Oh, I just want to go, you know, yeah. I just want to get out of here. And, um, I mean, you know, so it, it took a little bit to kind of, um, just start hanging out with, you know, with everybody in the band after after me leaving. And, you know, obviously the band stayed busy, so they were kind of not around or anything like that. Um, you know, with, like, Alan Leanne living in New York and, and everyone else kind of being out of town, you know, I was here. But that kind of served well for me because I, um, you know, I, I just... I wanted to discover and learn everything on my own so I can... So it can mean that much more to me, I guess. Um, but, no, I guess at that time I wanted to... I just wanted to come back home and, and almost at that time just sort of like cleanse myself of, of anything that that um, wasn't making me like truly happy. So I think once I got here, um, after kind of shaking off any kind of stresses or negativity of, of you know, of, of all that stuff, um, I just, start, just, just started fresh again, you know. So you think you're at a better place to accomplish that on your own, like to to be on the road and all those kinds of things. I mean, is I mean, I'd say I hope so. I, um, I feel like I've been. I mean, uh, I, I feel like I've been doing like most of uh, all this, um, just with like gumption and you know, there's there's definitely a lot of notion or or um, things that I learned from from being in a band like that. You know, on such a higher caliber. Um, so, you know, there's, there's definite thoughts that I've like kept with me from, from there to, to just make my career a little bit better. But, um, sorry, I kind of got lost with yeah, the Yeah, no, it's all good. No, I was just saying, um, you know, just being able to accomplish that on your own. Like, I mean, do you, do you still have the ambition to, to be on the road for two months or, you know, and travel the world? Yeah. Heart. Yeah, I, I definitely have thought of it and I mean I, I hope to, to see if that can actually happen. Definitely have the energy for it and um you know, I'm releasing a second album and uh hopefully before the year ends, you know, I'm trying to figure out like what, what's gonna be the most logistical with just time, you know, yeah. in general. Um but yeah, I I uh I I wanna see if I can you know, do the same thing or do something similar or, you know, but yeah, I, I don't have, I don't have any intention of, of, I guess, stopping the pursuit of it. Yeah. I mean, what yeah. would be your motivation? Is it, um, success is, I mean, what, cause I, I found in my early, um, career in Ishii, I mean, I, I, you know, I've just been doing it for so long. I mean, since I was 14, touring, you know, regionally yeah. and stuff like that. And I mean, a lot of it is just, you know, when you're young, it's just, it's something to do. It's fun. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like what I'm going through is kind of a pivotal time of reassessing my motivations and like right. seeing, because I mean, I've never like wanted to be famous, but I wanted to be where it could be self-sustaining, you yeah. know, and and have, I mean, just 
be able to create, you know, yeah. um, and be have that freedom. Yeah. Um, so my the pivot for me has been that in, you know, it's kind of why I started this podcast too, is just like how can I give back to, you know, my peers, um, fans, yeah, you know, even yourself, you know, I mean, it's really cool to have this opportunity too because, you know, we've never sat down in my apartment and talked or like right. really done it. And it's been, and that's what I really like about that. And I'm really thankful that, you know, you, you've given your time to do this because yeah. it's just in general, like we just don't really yeah. do this, you yeah. know, and it is always um, refreshing. And, and and we, the other podcasts I've done has just been like, man, that was fun, you know. And I and I think it's just you know another way to encourage each other that we need to do this on, you know, outside of this as well. Yeah, um, for sure. It's hard to find the time. I feel it like. is, but you know, like. We made the time to do it. You right. Know, it's yeah, just yeah. like making the time and really um, putting the value in what this does for us as human beings, as yeah. artists. Um, and it's really exciting and it's really cool. And so that's that's kind of where my new motivation is, is like, is just doing that because you get lost. You know, we're kind of the same boat where we're, we're running our entire creative ship. And and you've been in a band element. I've been in a band element. Right. And there's, you know, pros and cons to both. But I think ultimately, you know, working with people is the most, you know, yeah. satisfaction. Um, and, you know, you, you, we got to do what we got to do. But, you know, ultimately, I think, working with people, learning from people. Yeah. And I think we get some of the better stuff when we do that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I feel like at, at the beginning of, of at least this thing, um, like my, my solo thing, I was really um, just wanting to almost just do it completely by myself, you know? And uh, I feel like that might be a, a natural sort of notion for any artist to feel like they... They can, and you know, sometimes you can, depending on what your medium is and all that. But, um, but yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I'd, I'd go with like this producer and try to work on stuff, and no, it just didn't work, and no, this didn't work, and no, it doesn't feel right. And so that that happened a few times. Um, you know, even though there are people who I admire or who I was really, um, I was really stoked to work with, and you know, for whatever reason, you know, whether it was distance or whether it was time or, you know, it's, it's something just didn't click. So, so for me, um, you know, slowly I've sort of been, uh, opening up more with you know, like the, the guys who have been playing with me for about, you know, two or three years, um, to have them actually record parts on my, um, on my, on my new album yeah. and, uh, just any songs that I've been kind of working on just to see what, what would happen and uh i guess there, yeah there, there, there's now it's feeling um i guess not less burdensome because i like coming up with my you know my own stuff but to actually be able to uh just vibe with a person and they kind of know already what what i would already like and and none of us are feeling like uh you know we have to put each other's ideas down too much or anything, you know, yeah. and we're just molding each other in a better exactly. way. Um, so yeah, I've been, you know, with like my bases, especially he, um, he lives close by, so he'll come over and you know, we'll record some random stuff. So we've already come up with like a lot of riffs together and we've already been playing some of the songs, uh, you know, just like the demo versions, I guess, before they're super, fully mixed and mastered and everything. We've already been playing a few songs live um, for maybe, I guess, over a year now. Wow. Yeah, so um, it's becoming easier and easier to for the thought of collaboration and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, so that's that's sort of where I'm at with it. I, I feel like I'm at a 
still early stage of it all because I'm still, for the most part, writing all the parts, recording all the parts, and um, you know, uh, haven't had too many features yet. But but so it, it might still be a similar um, similar structure to the last uh, EP where a few songs had a few friends kind of lending a few ideas, you know? Right. Um, and hopefully, yeah, one day I'd be able to, you know, be able to live in a studio with a couple of people and, you know, make something that's far grander than what I could just come up with on my own. So you have one EP. Yeah. And what's that called? Uh, it's called You're Mine. And I don't know, I, after releasing it and just looking at it and, you know, stewing on the entire idea for a while. Um, it's kind of confusing. So it's spelled Y-O-U uh, apostrophe, not apostrophe, um, parentheses R and then close parentheses and then mine. Um, so it reads your mind. And I guess the reason why I put that R in parentheses, I mean, I, the idea sounds better than, than how easy it is to like, let's say type it out. Or if, if you tell someone, then you have to explain that whole thing like I just did. Um, so, you know, I might think of a, a different way to try to be, you know, quote unquote clever mm -hmm. um, next time. But uh, basically, my idea for what for the album was thinking that um, that everybody can have access to a gold mine of ideas if they really dig deep within themselves to um, muster up these feelings, you know, whether it's through meditation or, um, you know, some kind of practice that leads you to that place. Because I just feel like a lot of people almost think, oh, no, I could never do that, or I'm not that creative, or I'm not this, and I'm not that. People talk themselves down. And I thought, I hope, you know, this is like an inspir inspirational message to people who, because I personally feel if I put enough time and effort into something, I'll make something, you know. Uh, um, so, you know, I, but I've, I've just noticed through practice and dedication that, you know, things like that are easier to happen. You know, it's much easier if you actually put the effort into it. So I thought, okay, there's a gold mine of ideas out there and, um, and it's your mine, you know. And that's why, you know, that's why I, I, I wrote it out like that so you can see that, you can see your mind like as if it is your mind or, you know, just thinking of like, um, I don't know, the, in a more cheesy way, like a romantic singer saying like, oh, baby, you're mine. You know, so I thought that's I want cool, one man. of those two, you know, Yeah, ideas. that's badass. Thank you, Thanks thank for you. sharing that. Yeah. Um, so that can be... You're on Spotify, and that can be found yeah. on. You got a Bandcamp, so it's on Bandcamp, and then it's on uh, multiple streaming services: uh, Spotify, or I guess Apple Music. You can buy it on there too, but um, it's on Tidal as well. Um, I can't remember the name of the like the distribution company okay. who does it, um, but. Uh, and yeah. so that so. has six songs, or uh, just five songs. Five songs. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's pretty short. It's right under twenty minutes. Okay. Um, I guess once I was ready to just want to release something, um, I, I didn't have enough songs that I thought I wanted to f like f just showcase um, for a full album. But that was the initial goal. Um, this one is definitely going to be like a a short a short LP. You know, so so hopefully like eight songs or something, but, but, um, I might bring a few songs over from last time and I've just been writing, you know, ever since then. Um, and when did that EP come out? Uh, that one came out April 1st, uh, 2016. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you got that, um, is your handles all like at Ronnie Hart? Yeah, um, yeah, at Ronnie Hart, and it's H E A R T. Um, the only thing, like Twitter, I have to put an underscore right before Ronnie Hart because of uh, someone else has Ronnie Hart. Yeah. And they haven't used it, you know, for 
what I don't know years like like five <laughs> or more years and those stinkers. Yeah, no, I've been trying to, you know, you. I don't think Twitter cares until you know maybe you get famous or something. Yeah. Like oh whatever. Okay. So uh, yeah, pretty much everything is just at Ronnie Hart um, website too. RonnieHart.com. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted to give a little shout out to. This is a small group. I started a challenge in March where not watching any TV. Okay. And, um, yeah, I just, you know, I've been reading a lot and just was, like, just on this mission to just really keep the momentum going of, you know, yeah. disabling distractions. And Right. I mean, I think as artists, we do have a lot of time on our hands. And, yeah. you know, we can get wrapped up, you know, watching or binge watching. and Right. Yeah, that's something... I, I mean, and, and I, for sure, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but um, that's been like my life. Is is that for a while? I almost just I, I said to myself like I hate TV. You know, I don't watch TV. So that kind of made me never watch TV ever. So there was, I don't know, when I first started playing guitar when I was like sixteen, I decided I'm not gonna watch TV really ever again. I'm gonna really try to become as you know as good as I can. I don't think I ever. I think there's a lot more that I can become better at with not just that, but you know, a lot of other things. But so I cut that out and I would just read or um, try to learn stuff on guitar from the internet. And uh, that was kind of it, you know, and, and anything else I, I just thought I'm not going to do. And I'm pretty similar now. Like everyone always recommends a show, always wants you to do this and that, and you can't miss this. And, um, I'm still pretty similar. I've gotten into a few shows and kind of, you know, um, like uh, so, like lightened up a little bit about about that because there are, there is some quality, you know, and, and good production and you know a lot of cool things you can learn and get from from like shows or movies or whatever. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really rarely. I've only binge watched like Game of Thrones before, and maybe a few other things. But you know, this is in the span of like. Uh, five years so right. yeah I'm, that's that's a good challenge because i think uh a lot of people get easily wrapped up into it and nowadays it's so hard to like pry yourself away from something like that and yeah i mean that's where yeah i mean i think i might try it for the rest of the year and just see where it gets me because yeah. um and I, I and I know it's it's really harder for people that do have nine to fives because it's just a way to just decompress and unwind. Unwind, yeah. and I I don't blame anyone by any means right. for doing that. But something to consider is like you know I don't know if you have a nine to five and you have a dream. I mean like yeah. set these these um, these little goals to yeah. to uh, fuel. The, that fire to right. feel that you know um in society we're just so bogged down by our parents and and the status quo yeah. um and that's what i've been kind of shedding off too i mean just being a musician and you know you have friends that have careers and families that get have married and this and that and yeah. um it's kind of like just this fog that's like well, if you don't have these things, then you're less of a person or you're right. less, um, um, uh, successful, you yeah. know, and, and those are just mindsets. I mean, those, right. that's all it is. And I've just been really thankful to, to really put those thoughts under the microscope and try yeah. to really break through because, I mean, there's really no better way to live in my opinion if you can muster up the tenacity to work for yourself and yeah. to like create a future for yourself that is self-sustaining that is um that just allows you to to do things you yeah. know i mean have a little bit more freedom for yeah sure. i mean i have tons of freedom yeah you know, too much but that's but that that's why you know it's it's good to rein in and harness that energy right. um i mean i've said it multiple times you know the reason i started this 
podcast was because of Joe Rogan and just his positive right. reinforcement. I'm just like, yeah, you can do it. You can make this happen. You can make you can do whatever you want to do. Right. And yeah. you're the only person stopping you from um, uh, visualizing or manifesting what right. you want. And um, that was just I was just like, yeah, I mean, I know so many great people. I know um I can share my journey and um yeah. and and try to get, you know, other perspectives like your right. own and um it seems like ours are very similar where the artist kinda has is like dedicating their lives to really unwinding and unraveling themselves you yeah. know and to really it's like you know seeking like seeking right the journey of life and like and with all this time we do have a lot more opportunities to be yeah. introspective and you know that that has definitely gotten me down a dark rabbit hole but at the same time it's so rewarding to to know to like know yourself and yeah. to like Meditating, I, I don't know. Have you heard of that app called um, Headspace? Yeah, yeah. I I downloaded it a while ago, but um, you know what? I somehow like today I meditated fifteen minutes. Um, I did 10. I, oh, ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know they start you off with like a like they ten can, minutes you can or do five. You oh, can, gotcha. Yeah, you can yeah. do whatever, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm. Um, I don't know why, but my mom always had these magazines when I was, let's say, in. Uh, I think it was in middle school. We were living in Houston, and she would al always get these, like, fitness shape, you know, based magazines or whatever. And, um, I mean, you know, maybe I would flip through them because, like, the girls were cute on there or something. But but really, I start, I learned a bunch of things about, like, vitamins that are good for people yeah, and, so and yoga and, yeah. and um you know, meditation retreats and, and all this stuff that I thought this has, this is never talked about or advertised to me, especially as a male, you know, as a, as a male, you're, everyone wants you to be kind of tough and, you know, go out and get muddy and stuff. And, and, you know, kind of, that's normal, but, but, um, I, those magazines kind of, uh, made me be more thoughtful about a lot of stuff. I mean, I, I remember reading about like Earth Day. Ooh, what's that? You know? And then I, I looked all that stuff up and, uh, you know, little things like that also made me want to become like vegan uh, or just, you know, just less and less and less. But now, you know, reaching that sort of goal of mine that I've had for a while. But, um, so you are doing, you, you are taking supplements, correct? Um, I, uh, like B12. Yeah. Yeah. B12. Um, multivitamin. I don't ever, I don't ever, I haven't taken like multivitamins, but, um, well, multivitamins are only like one vitamin. All right. Multi. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't, um, and you know, perhaps, yeah, yeah. I yeah, should. you should. I mean, yeah. if you're vegan, I mean, B12, oh, oh hey buddy, <laughs> this is, uh, um, interrupting things. Um, but yeah, no, do some research. I mean, I can show you after what yeah. I take. But I mean, being vegan, B12 is essential because like that vitamin's like pretty much only in like amino acids from meat. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Um that's key. And then just other minerals, but we can, you know, yeah. talk about that later, but sure. it needs I mean, if you're vegan, I'm vegan, you're vegan, it's like I mean, even meat eaters should be taking vitamins. I mean, yeah. like, it's it's just natural stuff. I mean, we're biologically, you know, chemistry-based things, and we need yeah. multiple stuff to keep us at our optimum yeah. levels. For sure. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess I kind of interrupted you, but... Oh, no, I guess, I guess you know, I, it all... I think meditation basically like yes. you know, started conversation, but um, yeah. So I, I guess through that, I I really started to to care about you know all that stuff from an earlier age. So I mean, I, I haven't always consistently meditated, but uh, especially in times where I think either okay, I'm not concentrating well, or I'm something's not feeling right, 
you know, or I, I feel like myself breathing in, in an odd way. Um, and so a lot of it is to sort of feel like I need to fix something. Um, Reset. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. There's sometimes where I've set like a 40-minute timer and d- done the entire thing because sometimes it just takes a while to kind of like get into it. You know, so sometimes 10, minute, 10 minutes isn't long enough or, true. you know, things like that. So 10 minutes, I'm thinking, oh, man, I didn't didn't happen nothing like the that kind of like that state where like okay now i feel really stable within it um you know isn't there but honestly to me that those are those are really good times really good days whenever i do um i'm able to journal a little bit better i'm i'm able to have a better like mental flow um and not feel so stressed by let's say like a to-do list you know i can do it all with a little bit more calm and like finesse basically, you yeah. know, and I, my interactions with people are better. So I, yeah, I, I, I feel like everyone should do it. I mean, yeah, I can't remember the price of headspace. I, I think it's like 56 bucks for a the year. For the year. Okay. So it's yeah. like, I don't know what, five bucks, three bucks a month or yeah. something like that. And, um, yeah, if you guys aren't, don't have um, a meditation in your schedule. Headspace is yeah. really cool because they have like this really cool like English dude as your <laughs> kind of guide, and he's it's really cool. I mean, they have everything. They have anxiety. Um, they have like a basic plan foundation. Yeah. Um, and anxiety, anger, cooking, concentration. I mean, it, it it's endless. Wow. Yeah. Of, I need a. I need to get it again. For sure. Yeah, man. Um, and I've, I mean, I'm still on anxiety right now. Um, about to finish like a 30 day, um, stint on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, headspace, check it out. Another cool app I've talked about too, cause I normally, um, just by habit would just leave the TV on, you know, while right. I go to sleep. And so making this transition has been somewhat difficult because I'm just used to just dozing off to noise. Yeah, right. So, um, sounds so, a little... Yeah, so, you know, now I'll just put podcasts on or yeah. um, and another app that I have found was called Noisly. Noisly. Um, N-O-I-S-L-I. And um, it's basically an app that has different sounds like white noise or the fan or no, leaves yeah. blowing, water, <laughs> fire, train. And you can, like, make your own combination of all of them. Oh, crazy. And <laughs> supposedly... Sound design your... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sound design your, your sleep. And supposedly they've done studies where white noise... Um, encourages or allows for a deeper REM sleep and also is a natural preventative for like Alzheimer's. It is. Wow. Yeah. Um, a doctor I follow out in New York or uh, California, he sent that, um, in his email blast and downloaded it and I don't do it. I've been doing it more so, um, this month, but it is, it's cool just to have an option, you know. Yeah. To Do you have like um, extra vivid dreams, or I don't know if you have it in have in general, but um, like via like white noise or something like that. Do you ever get? Do your dreams uh, seem a lot more pronounced? Man, like ever since um, I started, I mean, I got on antidepressants back in January. Okay. And when I was on the ten milligrams. It was like the first time I had dreamt in a oh, very wow. long time. Okay. Then I went up to 20 in February, and I think I had like maybe a little just like dream today, but it was just, um, but anyway, I just hadn't, I haven't dreamt in a long time since of like probably, you know, four or five years. I mean, it oh, seemed wow. like that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, because, um, I don't know. I've never been, because normally I, I would be good. I mean, when the dreams were crazy, I would, you know, remember them, write them down, oh, or yeah. like, you know, voice do a voice memo and just yeah, totally um, do that. 
But um, that's one thing, yeah, that I, what's going up on this medication, I, I've been kind of bummed because I was like, oh, shit. Like, and back in January, I was like, dude, yeah. I had some cool dreams. I was yeah. like, it, dreams are fucking cool, man. I Oh, yeah. I, I feel like, I mean, I, I wouldn't know what it wouldn't be like to not, I like every single day I have I have dreams whether I remember them a whole lot or not too much of but you know I'll always remember one little thing you know and it's pretty much every single day where I dream you know there, there's hardly a day where I don't wake up thinking like oh man that was some adventure you know <laughs> like I was I saved a guy from a tornado and I flew him like we flew out of there um, and I honestly I just think that my mind is always so like whacked like wacky and I'm always pretty goofy you know around friends and all that where when I go to sleep I mean it's, it's kind of the same thing I have I have these super super I mean silly dreams you know or sometimes I'll wake up laughing or something you know because of something that's going on but um but yeah I, I've got a lot of them are like flying or doing something where I'm levitating in some kind of way um like I'm being buoyed way up in the sky and then I'm falling really fast. And then like before I hit the ground, I somehow like land very softly and just things like that. I mean, it feels like, like the matrix or sometimes, or, you know, I, I, it's hard to describe if you can ever see color or not in dreams, but I feel like, I feel like there it's, it's a, it was a vibrant situation, but I can't ever, wake up and say oh yeah i saw yellow here and green there or anything else like that but um yeah well yeah pay attention next time because right when, yeah, I, when i've good. noticed um doing that uh it yeah it, it like opens some type of neurological pathway because yeah. when you i don't know that's what i don't know to try to be conscious in a dream right is the a, kind of a next level type of tier you right know? like lucid, lucid dreaming yeah yeah that's uh there's a book that i read and it's kind of like a i would imagine like a middle school level sort of book i mean it looks really cosmic and blue and yellow on a, you know with like all these uh astrological symbols and stuff like that um but it talks about lucid dreaming and all sorts of stuff, you know, all sorts of uh, what this might dream might signify or whatever. But um, there's a few methods that 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 I saw on lucid dreaming on there. One was like touch your nose or remind yourself before you go to sleep to touch your nose. And uh, the more and more you, you are conscious of this, the more you'll uh, actually remember to do it while you're in your dream, you know. So you'll realize, oh, hey, I'm in a dream. <laughs> gonna touch my nose and then when you do that then you can honestly you can control what's going on a little bit more um you know obviously you're gonna wake up in some scenario and and maybe you're gonna try to get yourself out of it if it's you know something that's like uh suspenseful or not or whatever but um yeah i remember that method and i think there's some other you know methods of wow that's dreaming. really cool yeah i didn't know yeah, well, I'll try that, uh, and hoping I'll get a dream. Right, yeah, we'll catch a dream. So we got, um, so you got some shows coming up. Yeah, yeah. Um, this Saturday I'm playing at Shipping and Receiving in Fort Worth. I don't okay. know if, you, if you haven't played there, I would love to try to set something up there because it's like a big stage, and especially now that it's about to start getting warmer. You know, it's an outdoor stage. But um, for my birthday, we built, uh, like, a cloudscape. Yeah, I was um, there, I think. You were there? Oh, okay. Because Merla played with you that night. Is that not it or no? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. that was totally it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's funny because I'm just thinking that, like, my drummer missed, like, the biggest show, you know? Like, the one that I really wanted him to play at. But, no, yeah, that was a good show. Um you did that Renee Magritte themed party, and I saw. Yeah. Um, and they still have the stage like that. They haven't taken yeah, it down. I, yeah, I noticed that. So you know, that's um, that's a, like a happy moment there. But um, yeah, it's just a cool spot to play at, and everyone likes to. There's not much electronic music in in Fort Worth, you know. So that's kind of like a strength of of living there as an electronic sort of you know more on the pop realm. Yeah. Um, 
there's a lot, you know, there's not too many other people to like go out and support in that kind of way. So no, yeah, we need to play more, more shows. I definitely have reached yeah. out to you. Yeah. They have it lined up. I, I kind of want to, we'll talk about this too later, as I want to do a show with you at the Ridgely. Oh, yeah, for sure. Have you done a show there yet in one of their smaller rooms? Oh, no, no, no. I No, I don't even know about their smaller rooms. I mean, I remember this one that was upstairs yeah, back but, in the day. Yeah, that yeah. one. But they supposedly they have like a slightly bigger like a one. Three, than that. like maybe a 300. Oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, let's get on that. Yeah, um, totally. I think that would be fun. Um, so, and then you're doing Fortress Fest. Yeah, Fortress Fest, um, April 29th. Okay. And that's a Sunday. That's the night we play. Uh, they just added Chromio to the bill. Nice. So I'm really excited about it. I don't know which day they're playing, but um, yeah. The 28th it's a, and 29th? Yeah, 28th and 29th. Which yeah. day are you on? Uh, the 29th. Okay. That's Sunday. So it's Saturday and Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So that is a new festival in Fort Worth um, on the Modern Museum. Well, yeah, so they have two stages. One is in the back of the Modern. like, um, And, if you know, you, you've gone there, right? Yeah, I haven't been to that festival. I've been to Modern. So, yeah, so at the Modern, they have that kind of, it's called like the, the calm water or something yeah. like that. So it's just a, a level, like a foot of water kind of surrounding the entire back of the place. And they put the stage in the water kind of coming out um, or coming like quite above it. And uh, the, the, the audience just sits in the lawn um, by that, like, chrome plated tree mm-hmm. and uh so that's one of the stages and that's supposedly like the smaller of the two um and then there's a stage um in the will will rogers uh, stadium like lawn parking lot like right out front so mm-hmm. so people just walk back and forth from those okay. yeah so that's cool that that's gonna be a good show and yeah, it's I'm like the second the second year mm-hmm. of the yeah. festival yeah, and everyone in Fort Worth is super proud of it, and you know everyone's trying to make it happen, and you know for it to hopefully uh, continue. You know? Yeah, yeah. And also, I wanted to talk about um, your painting. I've seen you oh, do yeah. some painting and love it. Thank you, thank you. Um, I I've done only four pieces myself, and I and I really enjoy. It. I mean, I'm like I have no background. Right. in it at all but i my only inspiration is straight up bob ross you know he yeah. seems to <laughs> you know i've learned a lot from him um so you're doing those sort of like scape yeah i'll scenes. show you yeah, yeah i'll show you some stuff um but yeah just landscape right type stuff and um but anyway i really like your stuff i mean Thank have you, you thought have you done any shows or yeah i mean i i've been part of some shows but I, I don't have enough like uh, enough body of work to have my own solo show. Um, I think I, after this after this album release, um, I'll probably I'll probably want to just make a slew of, of different things that I've never thought of making. But um, yeah, I love doing you know those little dot paintings. Uh, they just take so long, and then the product is like a foot, you know, and it takes like days to to really you put some good are solid you, work into it. Are you doing it. it with acrylic? Uh, with oil. Oh, okay. Yeah, and what I like about it is that, so I mean, although it takes longer to dry, um, the colors... Are more vibrant. Yeah, and, and, and they're kind of like uh, easier to get so many different... Um, shades. Yeah, so many different shades, but also where it doesn't dry fast, so you can like the next day you can be mixing like slightly another color into it. And, and it, you know, like acrylic dries, you kind of have to like execute really fast. So with oil, you you can be a little bit more patient. And honestly, I mean, it just feels like, like your senses or my senses just feel really um, like aroused by, by painting, you know, Um, especially with oil, like gliding it across, like especially wood panel is is like this weird smooth feeling that's hard to to replicate in any other way. Yeah, Yeah, just get yourself a small little oil set. You know, they have like... And with eight colors, you can have all the other colors, you know. Um, And it's really fun, yeah. Oil painting, it's hard to do stuff that, you know, like figurative painting. Um, 
and things that you, it's never going to come out the way you imagine it should, you know? Um, but I guess nothing does. So if you try it in a long time, in the long, in the long run, you, you'll be able to do it. But, um, I just like to do stuff where like, I, I just like to use the, the paintbrush and then eventually I'll realize, okay, here's how I think I can make this like a whole piece yeah. that makes sense to me. And yeah. And I do it the similar way. Uh, landscapes have always yeah, spoken I to me, them. especially like, you know, in the abstract way that I do them, you know, yeah. like you can sense that, okay, there's depth there. That can be some weird tree that gives life to some strange fruit and, you know, all these other things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like all your pieces are relatively small. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even like minus the dot ones. Right. Um, I mean, you could, you're talented. I mean, you're more adversed in that than I am. We could crank out. Yeah. 20 or 40. Um, yeah. yeah, let me know. I mean, because have you, have you been to Deep Allmark Co. yet? Uh, you know, I, I DJ'd there one time uh, for Mecca. Okay, yeah. Her her release. You were uh, there? Yeah, yeah. I, I was there at the very end. I mean, I got there while her band was playing. And then... I thought it was, was this Christy Ray that DJed. It's Christy Ray. I mean, that could have been some other night, okay. perhaps, but uh, this was what last month or the month before. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was it was kind of like I think I started at like one, you know, and and it was only just to just to end the night basically after after they performed. But well, you saw their gallery, like their art gallery. Yeah, I mean, there were projections on the wall. Yeah, there were, but there were also projections on it, and I think it was mainly because it was you know like a like a concert that you know they they had it really dark in there. But I did notice there was art. Uh, so, that, yeah, that's, I mean, is that the place you're talking about? Yeah, that, yeah. That could be, yeah. I would love to do it for sure. I think yeah, soon, I mean, soon enough I'm about to start painting. Good. I feel like a lot. But yeah, I mean, I need, to, I need to get back into it too. I mean, I've only done four pieces, but. Yeah. They're just like those small, oh, you nice. know, canvas. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Are you pretty attached to them once you're done with them? Man, I, I've kind of... I am... I'll show you the only one I have done for, and I've given them all away. Okay, okay. So, normally, that's kind of like how I would, because that's... Yeah. But I'm just like... I mean, they're okay, they're mediocre, but, I mean, if I can give them as a gift, and yeah. someone, like... Gets excited I mean, about yeah, it. Cool. So yeah, so... I think my mom has one. I actually made one for... Marilla's girlfriend for her birthday. Oh, yeah. Great birthday gifts. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And uh <laughs> small pieces for sure. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I, I might have one, but no, they really are. Um yeah, so May or March tenth at shipping receiving. Yeah. That's uh that yeah, that's this Saturday. And then I have South by shows. Oh um, yeah. Tuesday and Friday. No, no, Wednesday and Friday. So the 14th and uh, the 17th. Wait, 16th, sorry. Um, the one on the 14th is at, uh, it's called like Austin House or Texas House. I can't remember the spot. But uh, here at Fort Worth, which is a company from Fort Worth, they're teaming up with uh, like the mayor of Austin. Wow. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're trying to do some kind of collaborative thing where you know, Fort Worth just gets promoted more as a as a city to go visit, and and uh, I mean it's it's one of the fastest growing cities in America right now, That's for awesome. for whatever reason. And uh, you know, I, I think just in general, good quality of life. You know. Yeah, I did see um, that new, uh, I guess would be a social program where they're doing. Um, Helping out with the homeless and oh, picking up the trash in Fort Worth. Oh, have you seen uh, that? I don't think I have. I mean, maybe I did, but I don't know if I. Yeah, I just saw it on Facebook. There's like maybe five or ten cities in the country that are um, giving jobs to homeless people. Oh, that to, to go pick up trash. To pick up trash, nice. but it's also like helps them. It's like I think like ten dollars an hour. Wow. Um, and help build their resume, and they have other like corporate entities that they can once they have a 
job rapport that they can yeah. go into these other oh, um, jobs. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look into it because, like, um, I think they only have, like, $48,000 allocated to that program. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of minimal to help a mass amount of people. Right, yeah. And I kind of want to look into possibly trying to get that in Dallas as well. Yeah, that'd be. Um, I think it's just it's great. a great it's a great thing. I mean, I mean, For when sure you're homeless, you're just like you're at rock bottom. And yeah, I mean, like it's my, hard to find opportunities. You know. Yeah, and then like it's just another world. My, I mean, my mom was telling me about this like PT that she worked with in her career. And she um, she ended up moving to New Mexico and got some crazy disease or some health thing. And the payments, you know, she she she's a PT making, you know, fifty to eighty thousand dollars a year. And the hospital bills is caught up with her. And she was like, had to go live in a shelter. Oh, man. You know, and it's just like, wow. And she was just saying how the large percentage of people in shelters are just people like that. Like, you know, that who are able, who are able and have had careers and aren't, you know, aren't drug addicts, but they just, the rugs been straight up taken out from under them. Yeah. Yeah. That, that whole medical thing is, man. Yeah. It's really expensive. Yeah. So expensive and hard to, hard to keep up with that. Yeah. So, but yeah, so my, I don't know, that's definitely another thing I want to look into because, um, I mean, they're in Deep Ellum in Dallas, I mean, the homeless population is crazy. Yeah. But, and I think it, as, as musicians, I mean, we need to be, you know, a little more informed in, in policy and at yeah. least social things to, yeah. to give back. Um, there's this, you know, if we can't do it, yeah. you know, like who else will? Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be a voice for it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, a lot of organizations to help, you know, if there's one that pulls your heartstrings. So like, why not try to have some, you know, sort of benefit show for it yeah. as much as possible, you know? Yeah. Well, so we got your shows taken care of. Dude, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with me. This has yeah, been fun. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so check out Ronnie Hart on Facebook and Twitter and Spotify. Yeah, follow him on Spotify. I mean, the new wave uh, of listening to music is streaming. And, right. um, you know, it, it's been kind of a crazy thing to, to really wrap our heads around. Yeah. I have been like reading some tutorials about like you know streaming is multiple income you know yeah, like yeah. you know you sell a cd it's once you know and um it is definitely the future you know yeah whether we like it or not but um yeah listen to to ronnie hart i'll try to get him on one of my playlists as well coming up um but, uh, yeah, so we want to also end this with one of your songs, Rad Baby? Oh, Rad Baby. No, no, it's called uh, Real Bad. Real Bad, Real Bad. <laughs> Rad Baby, that's on the next one for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, Real Bad Spider Monkey. Okay. Yeah. And what track in the EP is that? Um, I believe that is third. Yeah. Third, okay. Or no, 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 it's fourth. It's fourth for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to... Uh discuss or on your mind um no I, w- I would say you know the song that's about to play um like it sounds like a you know straight up funky electronic uh dance song and uh, you know for the most part it is but um like let's say the chorus or you no know, the way it starts off it's just i just like yell spider monkey and uh you know it was something that came out when I had some kind of guitar riff in my head and and I recorded a little bit to it, but um, I couldn't figure out any lyrics that seemed meaningful or cool. The song's not like like sexy or anything. It doesn't sound like a love song. So I just thought, uh, 
I don't know why that came up to me, but I was shampooing my hair in the shower and, and Spider Monkey just came about. And so I started writing to that, but um, the song in, ended up having kind of, you know, lyrics that like a, a, a young person could uh, be sort of like angered at, at uh, just like situations, you know, when they were younger. And yeah, I thought of some of those thoughts for myself, but also um, then I just... Still with the inspirational thing, I put like a little clip of uh, Max Ernst um, just talking about, you know, trying to make your best work kind of every time. Um, and, you know, the way I apply it to myself is no matter with what kind of tools I have, whether they're a lot abundant or very minimal, um, especially as a creator, you know, the the best thing to do is, or at least, you know, the, what I, I feel like is best is, is to try your hardest to make something, to make something worthwhile and inspirational to other people, you know, so. And that's some good, some good knowledge right there. So one more time, the name of the song? Um, Real Bad Spider Monkey. Spider Monkey just, it doesn't necessarily make too much sense with like the rest of the song, but uh, that was just sort of something that just came out. I don't know. Uh, sometimes... You just—I don't know if you ever say something randomly and and it just resonates over and over and over. But it, uh, everyone calls it the Spider Monkey song, and everyone loves it. And I go really wild on stage <laughs> when I when I sing it and all that. So, so it's a, it's a fun one. But um, it was sort of you know it seems a little bit overlooked uh, as a song. You know that's yeah. on the EP. So, we'll add real bad Spider Monkey on uh, Ronnie's Har Ronnie Hart's uh, EP. Your mine. Uh, and thanks for listening to Mindful Mud. Take care of yourself. Hashtag no TV madness. Bye. Bye. <laughs>